Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Tonight, we're diving into the waters of Thailand. Look out for the sharks. We have Ashton from Pinar. It's Bravo, bitch! I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, Yes, it is Wednesday. We are back in the studio, back from a long Thanksgiving weekend, the holiday weekend. It's my favorite day of the week. It is Wednesday Bravo Day. Welcome to It's Bravo, Bitch, my show with Hollywood Leon. In the studio from below deck, Ashton Pinar. Hey. How are you? I'm great, thank you. And I have the ultimate Bravo superfan from BravoCon and a future housewife of Orange County. We have April Donaldson. How are you, boo? I'm great. So excited to be here. Thanks for coming on the show. Like I said, we're diving into the waters. We're looking out for the sharks. We're not here for the massages, Simone. We're here for Ashton from Below Deck. Let's get it started. I'm so glad you're here. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been a long road. We've been trying to get the cast in here. They're finally in here. We have a a great show for you guys today. We're going to start with some gold stars of the day. It's kind of like Wendy's Hot Topics. How you doing? Just some stuff to mention. Right off the bat, Riley from Real Housewives of Atlanta has her own New York City apartment. $66,000 a year. She's 16 years old. Insane. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's doing an internship for like a lawyer. She wants to be an entertainment lawyer. So her mom is saying if she's doing good in school, well, then she can have whatever she wants. So there's been a lot of comments on Twitter about her being spoiled. So I just wanted to throw it out there because I am covering Real Housewives of Atlanta for the after show here at AfterBuzz TV. But yeah, what do we think about Riley having her own apartment? Is she too young driving a Porsche at 16, having her own high rise in New York City? It's a lot. There's a lot to uncover there, so make sure to tune in on Sundays, 9 p.m. for the Real Housewives of Atlanta after show. Also, let's cover a little bit of Orange County. Are you watching Orange County right oh, now? Of course I am. It's cringeworthy at times, <laughs> but yeah, of course. Ashton, do you watch any of the Real Housewives show? I might have flipped past one or two episodes, but I work out at, out at sea, so I don't really get much time yeah. to watch TV. He doesn't watch reality TV. He is reality TV, guys. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into Ashton's story. We're going to talk about Below Deck. It's going to be so good. But uh, I just want to mention Real Housewives of Orange County because you guys have been messaging me, DMing me for, for my thoughts. And you know what? All I have is a PSA for you guys. Tamara, we're tired of seeing your boobs. And Vicky, we're tired of hearing you screech. Oh, my God. The Tres Amigas are out of control. Out of control. Did you see that photo of Tamara recently? Um, I think she was at Watch What Happens Live. Her boobs, there's like a little gap in between them, like a tiny little thing. She might have to go back and... Uh... Five boob jobs? <laughs> six? Is it going to be six now? Wow. I mean, come on. <laughs> we're coming in hot with the shadiness. I love it. Um, you know what? Vicky doesn't know what drag queens are. I'm sorry. Real Houses of Orange County is kind of getting on my nerves. I'm glad Kelly is setting them all straight. Uh, she just needs to let them have it. I can't wait for the reunion. I'm voting for Kelly and Bronwyn and Emily as my three favorite as a new Tress Amiga. So right there with you. we're looking forward to that. Let's get into something really sad that happened. Teddy Mellencamp's dog has died, which is super sad. I never thought we'd be hearing about dog stuff again on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but... Unfortunately, we sent our condolences to Teddy's family. This is awful. She has young children, so I know what it's like. I love dogs, and I couldn't even imagine. So our condolences to Teddy. We are sorry about this. Um, I mean, she could always go to Vanderpump Pets and get a new one. Shady, shady. No, I think she's done with that organization. And Dorit did not babysit the dog before you guys get all shady on me as well. Um, I see you guys are in the live chat. Hi, Ronnie. Make sure to say hi. Make sure to follow It's Bravo Bitch Podcast on Instagram. Let's get into Below Deck. We have Ashton here from South Africa, right? That's correct. What city? Johannesburg. Nice, nice. That's like the biggest city in South Africa or what? That is, yeah. Nice. Well, we have a lot to unpack. We're going to get into not just this episode, but what we've seen on Below Deck, what Ashton's been through, what he likes, what he dislikes, his relationships with the people on the boat. We're going to get into the drama. That's what he's here for, the nitty gritty. Let's start this. Below Deck, it's Bravo Bitch. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's start with Coldy. Courtney holding a random dog in a bar. She is me and I am her. Courtney, I love you. Let's pull up a photo of Courtney in the bar holding a random dog. This is amazing. Um, thoughts on Courtney holding the random dog. Do you know about this? No, I'm waiting to see this picture. <laughs> okay. I didn't realize until I saw the picture either. And I didn't realize. Oh, was episode. this actually on while we were recording? Yes, it is. Um, so it is picture number number three. Picture number three. Number, this one number right? four. Number four. Number I'm sorry. Four. This is the one we got for four yeah. right here. Yes, that is it right there. Courtney, look, she's holding a random little white dog. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. And Ashton, you were right behind her. I was. <laughs> you did not, you didn't see this? Listen, this is on our nights out. There's not many details like that that I can pick up, pick up on. <laughs> Wait, what's the nickname that you have for yourself? The Smashton. The Smashton. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he was on the prowl, but there was something happening here because you didn't notice the white dog. Not at all. I notice a dog in a bar. I'm going straight to the dog. I'm petting the dog. Everything else is off limits at that point. Um, Courtney is one of my new favorite cast members. This is hilarious. Her with a pineapple and a random dog in a bar. Yeah. It just doesn't get any better than that. I love it. Something else that was one of my favorite parts of the episode. Absolutely disgusting. It's the next picture. Picture number five. Tanner and Simone kissing. That's not the disgusting part. We are all about it. Go ahead for the hookup. You know, Simone's been wanting this. The disgusting part about it is that he threw up literally minutes before this kiss. He threw up and then came back out and was like, "Oh man, I want to hook up with you. If you sit down, I'll hook up with you. Like the game is just, I mean, what game? This was you can't disgu- stand up. I, I can't. <laughs> Yeah, Have you ever, like, dealt with this situation, April? The throwing up and making out with or someone? Or kissing someone that's like, oh, no, you have some bad breath, alcohol breath. Like, what's up with that? Oh, no, no. Good for you. No. You're going to make a fabulous housewife. <laughs> <laughs> Always classy. Ashton, your yeah. thoughts on this hookup? I must say, that's, that was one of the things I first recognized as well from the scene. I was like, <laughs> he's just puked and now he's going to go make out with her. And, you know, she was just so into him that, he, you know, he was pretty drunk at that stage. He yeah. was swaying. He could hardly find his way to the the, the toilet. Um, it was just a messy scene, I think. What about her? Was she like a little in the alcohol stages as well? You know, I never really noticed her too out of it or too drunk. Yeah. Um, I mean, we all drink quite a bit when we go out. But um, I don't think she was as drunk as the guys were. Yeah, I think the boys always take the cake. I think, you know, she was just so into him that, you know, as long as he was standing, she was still going to go for a shot. I mean, maybe he washed his mouth in the sink. We don't know this. We don't. Well, is a rinse rinse in the sink okay after puking? I don't know. You need to help a girl out next time. Come on, (laughs) Run over there. Hey, I didn't even see the dog at the bar. Like, I'm no help in that state. (laughs) True. Oh, my God. These were my two favorite parts of the episode. We're going to get into more of what's happening in real time with the episode, but we want to get to know Ashton a little bit. You know, he is known for his bodybuilding, his his passion for dance. Let's just say that. <laughs> this is his fabulous body. He's worked hard on it, so we're going to exploit him a little bit. So this is a picture of Ashton in the ocean, his favorite his favorite place. You love being in the ocean, right? Yeah, I do. Good swimmer? Um... Not really. Really? Oh, okay. I, float, I float really well. <laughs> Have you ever been stung by a jellyfish? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, well. Oh, my God. That was my other favorite part of the episode was when uh, there were so many jellyfish. Oh, yeah. And someone asked, like, oh, if I get stung, like, who's going to pee on me? Yeah. And Riley's like, Tanner and Ryan would be happy to pee on you. And her expression, she just went, <laughs> like, I approve of this urinating situation. Yeah, and that wasn't the first time she, she made sure that somebody was going to do it if it happened. I These think she guests are like times. out of control. No, they were fun, but so uh, they were there to have a good time. I know, but I'm talking about in general. There's been oh, some yeah. situations we'll get into where I feel like they crossed the line a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, where's the line and who draws the line? 
Well, uh, if you don't draw the line, there's no line, like Kelly Dodd says. If you don't want me to cross the line, don't draw one. Exactly. All right, so uh, let's go on to the next photo. You are known for kind of stripping on the show. Um, uh, this was just a couple episodes ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts, reactions. Does Mama see this, and what does she say about this? <laughs> um, oh, my mom's pretty chilled. She knows who I am. She made me. Um, you know, she wasn't approved growing up. And she just supports me in what I do, you know. No doubt she would have looked at that and be like, oh my gosh, Ashton, she wouldn't have been proud of it. But, you know, she never judges me and she supports me. And uh, if anything, she would have had a good laugh and, you know, kind of moved on. Well, it's a judgment-free zone here at It's Bravo, Betch. Great. Um, Tell us about the dancing. Like, did you just kind of... uh, you know, a workout guy that can like move well and that opportunity presented itself or you're someone that's always liked dance and that that was something that you wanted to pursue in the back of your head. Like, what was that like going into that sort of uh, career choice? I was in varsity at the time when the opportunity came up and I was just looking for something part-time to do with for extra cash. And a friend of mine in the residence at that time was doing bare butt butlering for the company that I started dancing for. Bare butt what? Bare butt butlering. So a butler, but bare butt. Oh, oh a so bare butt, b- bare butt butler. butler. That's kind of like uh, in New York. I know. Is that hygienic? <laughs> <laughs> He's so, like, I have a smooth butt. It's fine. <laughs> no hair in the food. Um, that's interesting. Okay, so that's how you got your and your friend was doing it. Yeah, and then it just naturally progressed from doing that to I saw the guys that are part of the actual group that were doing the dancing. I was like, hmm, that's pretty cool. And I was like, I'm sure I can do that. And I, I just pick up on choreography. I mean, I'm not a yeah. great busker in terms of just dancing on the spots. Um, I'm much better with a few tequilas in me, um, <laughs> but I can pick up on choreography and and I've got some rhythm. So okay, and you know, with the, that's all it takes really, and a good body and some confidence. And from there, that's just yeah, how it kind of came about. When did they go Chippendale show with some bellies? Some people like beer bellies. What about some hairy bellies, Ashton? How many times do you hear girls saying, "Hey, let's go out and let's go see some guys with some beer bellies"? You're right. It's a different, it's a different demographic. All right. Look, I know people like some some dad bods, but I don't think people are going to go pay to see them dance around. That's true. Let's move on to the next photo. Now, this is you like being exploited by Andy Cohen on Watch What Happens Live. He made you strip. Like, okay, so this is something that's came up. But how do you feel when this sort of stuff just keeps regurgitating up? And you just roll with it, right? It's I'll just, fun. I just roll with it. it it's fun. Um, I'm a good sport when it comes to these things. I, you know, I kind of, I have a, a fine line that I draw when these types of things happen. And if, yeah. if, if it's all in the name of good fun, then then I'll go with it. You know, it wasn't well, actually you're taking Andy, off your pants. It wasn't there. actually Andy's. Fun. It wasn't actually Andy's fault. They had mic'd me. They they told me about the game we were going to play, and they had mic'd me to get my my shirt off. Okay. And the game was that if I got an answer wrong, wrong, Jenny McCarthy would select an item of clothing to take off so we were all expecting the shirt to come off okay. before the pants she looked at the, the audience and said oh what should we do and the whole audience was like the pants the pants the oh pants. my god and then she was like the pants i was like what so i was like <laughs> she just went straight for the kill so that, that's how that kind of happened oh that's interesting how was jenny mccarthy she was awesome um she was a lot of fun to be around uh she was cool backstage Aww. i got to hang out with uh, donnie walberg as well Oh, her husband yeah um it was a it was a fun time Nice. That's good to hear. How was uh was that the, your first time meeting Andy? Oh no, you met him last year, right? Well, that was last year. Um, I had met him before because I was supposed to be on the the show two weeks before that. Mm. But um, they realized that the accident hadn't happened yet, and they didn't actually want me to come on air. So I was Got backstage, it. and they called Captain Lee to go on with Ross. So oh, I'd, I I'd met that. Andy Cohen. So this was the second time I'd met him, but the first time on his show. Okay, so the first time was when you brought up the accident on the show. That That's was right. okay. Got yeah. it. Well, um, I think the next photo is about the accident, so let's pull it up. I know that this is something that Ashton has been all over TV shows and talked about. Um, this is something that happened last year. If you don't know, he was in a accident, basically where he got caught up in the rope on the back part of the boat, and he was thrown into the water. Um, the bad situation is that if the boat would have kept going, it would have basically pulled his leg off. Um, this is something that Captain Lee got very emotional about, and it was something that was really big in the season. Um, we don't want to go too much into it because it is upsetting. It is traumatic, but we do want to hear his thoughts because when something like this happens, there are stages, you know? So we want to know what kind of stage you're at now. Is it something that you can look back on and you're, uh, you know, 
like it's not something heavy anymore. Like you're grateful mm-hmm. to be alive, you know, one day at a time. Like what kind of stage are you in? I'm pretty comfortable talking about it now. And uh, I think I've dealt with most of the emotional kind of trauma from that. Yeah. Um, it was a very real situation and, you know, the closest I've ever been to death. Um, the thing in, in, in that situation, had my foot been pulled off, I probably would have bled out in the water. And I think that was just what made that situation so serious. Um, But I, you know, I try and deal with these types of things as quick as possible and just take the learning out of it. Um, That taught me a lot. Um, You know, that was my mistake that that got me into a lot of trouble. So, um, you know, I've just carried safety as a big concern going into any other job or any other boat that I step on. I'm a lot more aware. I'm a lot more focused. And um, yeah. So it was a big learning curve, and I'm pretty comfortable speaking about it. Good. And does the cameraman still work on the show yeah, that saved so, you? So that was obviously season six that I did. Yeah. And when I started filming for season, uh, season seven, he was part of the crew again, which was pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you guys feel like you have like a brotherly bond, or it's like that's just happened and we're cool now? No, but... for, for sure. Uh, you know, I, Brent and I will always have that bond. Good. Uh, you know, he, he saved my life. Um, He's, you know, when I walked onto the boat for season seven, I just felt that sense of safety that there was mm. somebody there that I knew would have had would have my back yeah. if something went wrong. And it's also just nice to know that the the crew are competent. You know, the production crew. That, exactly. That if things like this happen, that they are trained to react in the in the way that they did to potentially save our lives. Are they trained, or he just reacted amazing? I know Brent specifically. He's done a lot of outdoor shows. Um, I think Survivor and a, oh, lot, cool. of, a yeah. lot of the more outdoor kind of demanding uh, shows. So I think his his um, reactions were just impulse. That to, makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I always wonder about those people filming like out in the wild and filming like those kind of shows. Like it's got to be tough. Naked yeah. and Afraid. Would you ever do Naked and Afraid? Speaking of reality TV. You know, the scenes that freak me out are when, when they, you know, if I'm sleeping and a mosquito is buzzing around my head, right? I want to go absolutely crazy. So I think just on those scenes with the mosquitoes all around yeah. them, I don't think I'd ever want to put Awful. myself through them. Yeah. Never. Oh my God. Well, uh, you know, we talked about the accident, and I'm glad that he's in a good stage of uh, grievance. You know, it's something that we're moving on from, and it just happened. But it was a really big thing at the time because we've had all sorts of drama on Below Deck. People hooking up and people getting mad at each other, people inebriated and not remembering everything. I get it, all right? You need to check yourself. You need to check (laughs) yourself. How is she doing, by the way? (laughs) Uh, I actually spoke to, to Laura last night yeah um we check in with each other every now and then cool so um, we're friendly a, yeah 100 awesome um, i got to see her in the bahamas earlier this year uh the boats that we were on were were near enough to each other that we could arrange a little meetup oh cool so yeah we we touched base with each other and um we chat every now and then i like laura she was cool yeah, she but is. i like kate more that's my girl kate when are you gonna come in kate when are you going to come in? Courtney, we have a spot for you on the couch. Ashton is paving the way for you guys. So we have Ashton here, the bosun position. Um, first time managing, right? Because you, you were pretty honest with this on the show. You're like, yeah. I've never dealt with this. Like, you really have to deal with people's emotions. Like, I know when they're sleeping. I know when they're tired. Like, I, I have to feed them. Like, this was something new to you because you're just used to kind of working with the team. But now you're in charge of the team. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it was pretty nerve-wracking going into it, um, especially after what happened with the bosun from last season. So Conrad. Um, oh, no. What's his name? Oh, as you said, Conrad it just threw me off. Um, <laughs> Chandler. 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 That's oh, it. my God. Chandler. So going into the season, I knew this position was a pressure position. Yeah. Where people were kind of going to be watching um, me and, and how I deal with everything. Um, leadership is not completely foreign to me. I had a corporate job where I was in a managerial position, so... I had some experience from that, and I suppose I just kind of relied on things that I knew from back then and what I've learned since then and just kind of went with the flow and did the best that I could. Perfect. Well, that's what happens. Pros and cons to being a boss on a boat. It's a lot more responsibility. Um, You know, like I said, I'm used to just taking responsibility for myself. Now I'm responsible for my crew. Um, You, I'm learning this season that you can't be as... Or a lack of a for lack of a better word, as messy when you're going out, you've got to be a lot more responsible yeah. and a lot you know better behaved. So I think that's probably one thing I can focus on next season, if or in any other position that I take on as bosun, is to just cut down a little bit on the social side and be a little bit more professional. Um, 
but you know, it was a good learning curve. I learned a lot. Captain Lee was great in mentoring me. Um, and I had a great crew to, to kind of lead as my first, um, in nice. my first person position. Um, they all had great attitudes. They all worked really well. Great attitudes, so, all of them. Uh, well, the fir- <laughs> the, the initial crew, all of them, the, the first three, <laughs> all of them. The, oh well, Abby, we wish her the best. She's in Greece yeah. with her boyfriend, so she her left. Husband, her husband. Oh, her husband. That's yeah. right. She left because she's like, I just got proposed to on instant message. <laughs> Not even FaceTime. Oh, Not even FaceTime. And she's like, but I'm leaving because I'm going to start a business with him. We are going to do like our own voyages in Greece. So people say and do a lot of things, but they don't actually like follow through. She's actually doing this. So mazel to Abby. We wish you all the best. Good for her. Are you friendly with Abby? Yeah. Um, she was a great, you know, she was great to have on the boat. She had a bubbly personality. She joked around with us. We, we were laughing majority of the time in her presence. Um, it's unfortunate that she just couldn't adapt to the motor yacht lifestyle yeah. um, as opposed to the sailing yacht. Um, I've it's also a pressure it. cooker, though. It's not just another no, vessel. Well, the whole the job on its own is is a pressure cooker. But when you add the whole elements of the TV to it as yeah. well, you're doing your professional job with cameras all around you being watched 24-7. That's not easy. Yeah. So I, I completely get it. You know, a lot of people were angry with her because she didn't finish out the season and she committed in the beginning. Like, how can she just walk off? You know what? I'm a firm believer that you should never stay in any position if you're yeah. unhappy. Yeah. And if you want to go and chase what... If you're not, yeah, if you're not happy and you want to go and chase your dreams somewhere else, go for it. You know yeah. what I mean? We It happens all the time in the yachting industry. I know it's very old school to kind of when you commit, stay committed and see it out. But, you know, I think we live in different times now. And I Captain never... Lee was very vocal about the commitment thing on Twitter. He was like, she should have stayed another check your butt can't cash. Like, Captain Lee, calm down. You... <laughs> Calm down. Let's just bring it down a couple notches. It's, you know, do you want to force somebody to be in a position where they're not happy? You're not going to get the most out of them. They're not mm-hmm. going to be as productive as they probably would be if they're happy. So rather, <laughs> I want to say rather bring somebody else in that's more willing. But, you know, we all know how that turned out for me. <laughs> Excited to come back and work with Lee again? Yeah, I was. You know, him and I, I think the incident that happened last year brought us a lot closer. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I was excited to come back and work with him. That's good. Um, were you excited to come back and work with Kate? I was, actually. Um, Kate and I left off last season on a very good note. Um, we had chatted a few times leading up to the season as well. So, um, you know, they were, yeah, we were on good terms. Kate's a strong personality. I feel yeah. like if you can hang in the basketball court with Kate, then you're good. You know what I mean? She is a reality TV star. She makes me laugh. She makes the show fantastic. Every, everyone brings a different element to the show. There's the heart of the show. There's, you know, there's the lightness. There's the darkness of it. There's the reality of it. There's the sexual tension of it. It's a pressure cooker. And we commend these people because they give our lives to the TV and it's for our entertainment. So this is a place where we like to just break it down. There's no judgments. You know, we've all gotten drunk and done things we've all regret. We just don't have it on camera. But we have plenty of footage. Roll it! Just kidding. <laughs> um, <clears throat> how did you feel when they announced Riley was coming back as your deckhand replacement? I was not happy. Um, you know, I just... It was weird because I thought that they were going to include her in the, in the crew from the get-go. Yeah. So I was almost mentally preparing myself to deal with that early on. And when I saw she wasn't part of the crew, it was you know, a kind of relief. And um, I'd kind of forgotten about Riley at the stage when it was, you know, at the time we had to bring somebody else in. And I think I was just, I was thinking a lot more positively in terms of, you know, (laughs) who's it going to be? Can't wait to meet her. You're Uh, looking at a different chapter. You're like, I'm not even thinking about Riley. Why would she come back? And I was like, Riley, I was like, oh, really? And it was just, honestly, I We have a picture of Riley. Can we pull up the picture of Riley? Uh, Picture 10, 11, and 12. These are... Riley, um, this is Ashton and Riley um, getting off to a great start. Um, you know, Riley came in hot. But, you know, what? here's the thing about Riley. You know, Ashton might have not been excited to have her, but us as viewers, we're like, yes, bring her on. Because Riley brings it. Look at here, showing us that she has an attitude of improvement. Ashton, has she improved? <laughs> Look, you know, you know I'll be, we all know, you know, I mean, we've all seen the fights that have happened, but yeah. I will give it to her. She came on with a great attitude. Um, things actually started off pretty well. Um, you know, even the fights happened. We made up afterwards, and I think there was a, a very big effort from her end and from my end to make things work. Um, 
and things did go well until certain points you'll see later on in, in the season how things kind of just transpire but I will give it to her she did come back with a better attitude um, and you know I, my whole goal was just to accommodate her and try and give her the opportunity she felt like she didn't have last season yeah um so yeah she didn't feel supported last season so i feel like you really try to show her like look i'm there for you like if you're just cool i'll be cool with you like yeah just bring it down a little bit (laughs) she's like i'm a daddy's girl i'm from alaska and i'm a daddy's temper um you know i like riley she's open and honest about it you know it's hard to kind of go back and like pull that out and kind of expose that i mean like look i'm my father's daughter and he's an angry man and he's the kind of man that greets you with the shotgun at the door like what are you doing on my property so that's a lot to handle so i i like authenticity so i'm a fan of riley we're hoping to get her in here i see you guys in the live chat going crazy i'm sorry that i didn't really like uh um really check into you guys i see all these Who's April? She is a future housewife and a BravoCon connoisseur. She'll be giving us the BravoCon gossip um, at the end of the show. But we're just talking about uh, Ashton right now. And it's 2020, all about the beer belly, says Ronnie in the live chat. Uh, Great job on the inner. Okay, sorry, guys. That was about me. Um, But they said, would you ever work with the Below Deck crew? For me, um, I would actually. I know how to open a bottle of wine. That's a start. I mean, you got to know how to open a bottle of wine, Simone. You can't be too angry at Kate <laughs> for sticking your Cinderella style down there in the dungeon. Um, do you know open? Do you know how to open a bottle of wine? Yeah, I do. Well, I used to bartend when I was younger too. So. Exactly. I just feel like people in the service industry, like you're well versed in other areas. Like you know, started as the hostess, and now I'm like a server, or you know, I was. Uh, you know, a cocktail server, and now I'm the manager. Like, everyone has some sort of experience. Like Ashton said, I was once a manager in an office, so I do kind of have had that managerial experience. So I feel like this is very normal. So to see someone come on and not know how to open a bottle of wine, or when someone says, go out and check on the guests, and you walk out and don't say one word to anybody, that's a problem. I'm on Kate's side, guys. I'm sorry. Um, Ashton, thoughts on this? Because they have been going a little fighting on Twitter, Kate and Simone. Yeah. Simone's like, I'm a mathematician. Give me some credit. You know, honestly, I I don't like to get involved and comment on things happening in different departments. Yeah. Because I don't get to see everything. I I don't Mm, understand what's been happening behind closed doors. Um, So I'd rather just stay out of it. You know, I can, it's easy for me to take a side based on what I've seen, but I just know that there's so much more that happens behind closed doors that that the audience don't see so i I can't comment on it you know yeah the the, the simple things like opening a bottle of wine yes i agree people should know how to do that um uh, yeah that's just one of those tough (laughs) situations you know yeah speaking of twitter like are do you read the comments are you active on twitter are you more of an instagram guy because i feel like there's two different kind of audiences twitter is very very like the truth hurts they go after you like they'll attack you for your behaviors until you fix it whether it's on another episode or you come clarify yourself i feel like on instagram it's more visuals mm-hmm. and it's about like uh posting videos and kind of showcasing yourself which more are you active on and do you read the comments i'm definitely more active on instagram um i don't necessarily enjoy twitter yeah um, for the reasons that you just mentioned um and this season especially, I think there's a lot of uh, hatred and a lot of negative things happening between the crew, which I don't like. So, honestly, I've distanced myself from Twitter. Yeah. Um, I kind of came to the realization that I don't need social media appraisal to make me feel good about myself. Good. And I sure as hell don't need it to make me feel bad about myself. Yeah, People feel very entitled and project their own insecurities onto other people. And I think they kind of paint pictures and make people monsters that they aren't are not necessary or they not necessarily are yeah um and it's just not a nice place and i don't get pleasure out of bringing somebody down or dragging someone's name through the dirt so it's just a space that i've kind of stepped back from i will make the odd comment here and there and i've made the odd apology here and there and no doubt there will be a few more apologies to to follow but but i i've stepped back from it you know it's just a not a happy place and i'm a good vibes type of guy and i don't need that type of stuff in my life yeah, I mean, even Riley, who is like, you know, she's a kind of a tough girl. 
she's even said like look i'm not even trying to deal with the stuff online like you guys are not gonna get to me because i think it's really easy for people to go after someone like riley oh yeah you know what i mean like really go after her and she's like dude I'm not going to let you do that. So I actually really commend people that can look at all that stuff and rise above it because it is really hard to look at the comments. I mean, sometimes I get stuff that it's like really out of control. So I think we're all here to just be ourselves and uh, we like the good vibes. So keep the good vibes coming. I see you guys in the chat. Um, I'm not going to ask him that. That's a little too much. <laughs> They're like, does, does he have an OnlyFans account? Oh. <laughs> you know what that is? Uh we explain only fans it's it's bad it's basically like an instagram that people pay for and it's for adult content oh wow no 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 i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i is, use my normal account for that yeah no, he, <laughs> he doesn't have to have an only fans guys just dm him he said i'm just kidding <laughs> um so uh, i'm seeing some stuff here in the chat i saw something like riley said she didn't get a tip on the first day like the first charter so she joined halfway through the charter. Yeah, that um, kind of makes sense. You're not going to get the full tip. You didn't do the full work. Yeah. Um, you know, I can see both sides of the argument. Um, Abby, you know, Abby wasn't on that charter. It's kind of like she did half the charter. It's kind of like you do the dirty work this time around, but you're in for the rest of the season. Yeah. But she did work for half the charter, so I can see where she's kind of pissed off that she feels like she deserves She didn't get anything. Like, here's $20. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's like, it's... There's things like that that happen in life all the time. You, yeah. you give a little to get some. And it was just one of those situations. Well, it just happened. So, of course, Riley's been all about it on um, Twitter and stuff. I'm not sure if her and Captain Lee are going to be getting along a lot. Because um, it is kind of hot on Twitter right now. Um, I'm just bringing this up because this is what you guys are talking about in the live chat. Um, I've been getting messages about this. So, we're just going to keep it to like what's happening in the episode right now. Um, anything you can tease us about coming up later in the episode? Like, I know uh, we're seeing some like previews of kate getting into it with captain lee like oh this is crazy because they're like so yin and yang i think you know it's been a pretty dramatic season up until now but i know from episode 10 onwards it's kind of like every single episode is going to leave you on the edge of your seat so it's it's we've the crew did not hold back the season yeah we went full out at it we've given you everything and it's going to be entertaining Okay, well, we're excited about it. I feel like, I've said this before, I keep it real, you know? Whether Ashton is in the studio or not, I feel like Below Deck had kind of a slow start this season. I was really, really excited for Thailand to heat up. And then, I don't know, it was just a lot about Chef Kevin and his nuances and his uh, his uh, craziness, you know what I mean? Um, it, it just wasn't there for me, but... This mid-season trailer has really cooked it up. I really feel like now that they've really gotten comfortable and getting to know each other, even Courtney's lowering her walls. Simone and Tanner have lowered all the walls. <laughs> I really feel like it's getting so good, and I'm really, really excited about it. Um, Ashton said it's going to be a really good uh, end of the uh, end of the season, right? Like, yeah, this... well, we're halfway, so it's the second half's going to be it's going to be crazy. Well, there's, you know, there's always like the second act is always sometimes better than the first act. So we're excited about this. Um, how do you feel when you watch uh, stuff back that you don't like on the show? How do you deal with that? Because there's, you know, there's always like the audience thing. We're like, yeah, I can understand people are going to say stuff to you. And, you know, you can block that out or not or take that in. But how do you deal with it personally when you see something that you don't like that you said or done on TV? Like, how do you deal with that? Well, the way I kind of look at it is there's nothing I can do to change what's there. Mm. Um, it's a risk I took in the beginning and I was comfortable enough with who I am to share myself with the reality TV world to start off with. Mm. I'm not proud of a lot of the things that have come up this season so far and no doubt there are a lot of things that still come, which um, I'm not too you know proud of myself for the way that I behaved. Um, but being in the position that I am, I'm fortunate enough to watch these things back and to learn from them. Yeah. And I think it would be a massive injustice if I didn't learn from them. So, you know, people out there in the normal world don't get to rewatch themselves behave and they will, <laughs> they will carry on being an asshole for their whole life. You know? <laughs> I have the chance to correct that amount of asshole in me. You've been working so hard. Working so hard to get that D sucked. <laughs> Did it happen eventually, Ashton? Oh, man. You know, oh, what to know. male locker room talk needs to stay in the male locker room. <laughs> I mean, it's the ultimate question. I mean, if Andy Cohen can bring it up on Watch What Happens Live, 
I think I have a little bit of leeway. This was something that was like the quote of the season. I thought it was hysterical. I know it's super embarrassing, but you in that private quarter with uh, Brian? With Kevin. With Kevin. It was not Kevin, yeah. With Kevin, I mean, it is ultimate locker talk. And, you know, locker talk can get you in trouble these days. Politically and everything, like we're just all sensitive to everything. But and I commend him; he, he was being a guy, and that's what guys do. So once again, Captain Lee, let's calm down. I think Captain Lee has been out of control on Twitter. What's going on? I don't know. Like I, I've watched Below Deck from the beginning, and I feel like there has been a change. He is the stud of the sea, and we do love him. But I feel like I don't know. It's just a little high horsey now. Ashton is nodding. Very feisty. Yeah. I'm... I don't really want to talk much about it. You know, like <laughs> I respect Captain Lee. Yeah, um, well, he's but, the captain. But like I said, I don't enjoy Twitter just in general. So, you know, anybody that wants to engage in in, in that type of stuff on Twitter is up to them. I am the captain now. Look at me. I am the captain. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. I brought it up with Hannah and Carl, Phillips. and they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I'm like, "Pirates, hello." Um, all right. Well, are you receiving any special? attention on social media like what kind of dms do you get are the girls like we love you ashton you're the best um i've actually got a lot of positive feedback and you know it it ranges from some creepy stuff to very (laughs) forward and sexual things but in majority it's just nice people complimenting me on the job i've done as bosun oh that's good a lot of nice people telling me not to be too hard on myself with you know the comments i've made and the things i've said so honestly it's been great i've my fan base is is amazing and i like to think that a lot of my fans are like-minded people yeah um, so you kind of have that rapport with them which is which is cool so they've been really supportive and, and amazing towards me i like that um you know colin was in here and he was telling me he gets a lot of moms like telling him like you'd be great for my son like you know so i was kind of wondering what kind of dms you got but you were pretty broad about it um <laughs> I want to talk about the guest because this has been coming up on a lot of seasons of Below Deck, but specifically this just happened this last episode. You know, Captain Lee, I didn't know his little room was up there by the windows and stuff, but they caught him shirtless and the, I'm surprised they didn't get him because they've put his hands, like they put their hands on him while he's been clothed. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to really go after him now that his nipples are out. <laughs> um, In general, like... How do you guys deal with guests being very forward like that? Look, it's one of the pre pre prerequisites of getting into the yachting industry. You have to have a thick skin and you need to be able to deal with people like that. Um, a prime example is Simone having a hard time with Michael where he was being forward towards her. Um, you know, and just in the next episode, I had, or the same, in the same group of people, I had Shaylee that was you know, hitting on me. Yeah. So it's something you have to deal with in the industry. It's, um, and all of us know that. Do you um, think there's double standards? But clarify. Well, I between... just feel like, um, you know, some of the women on the show, th- they hit on you and stuff. And I just feel like if it was a man hitting on a guy or a girl. Well, yeah. Be... You know, and it's one of the things I wasn't happy about with um, some of the stuff that fans had to say was, you know, I, there were moments of me where I might have touched one of the crew's um, backside while helping helping her out of of the tuk tuk in Thailand, and it kind of blew up to this massive thing. Is that um, you know, it's sexual harassment type of thing. Oh, so and, stupid. And then I watched the the playbacks of these guests, you know, rubbing Captain Lee's butt, <laughs> and the way the girls are coming onto me, and you know, nobody says anything. It's, it's not so sexual harassment think there is a at all. Standard. One hundred percent. I think I think society is very skewed. In, and very imbalanced. Yeah. And I think if you want, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Um, you know, and, and I, you know, I've, so I've, had a, I've had a lot of people calling me misogynistic and everything. And I'm just like, how am I prejudiced towards women? I love women. I love having women around. I love the fact that we can work together. I think the the world would be a boring place without women. And, yeah. it's, you know, that's just one of those personas that get created about you. And it's, uh, it's just... I don't agree with a lot of it, but I just kind of stay back and, you know, the fans will sort themselves out as well. I don't need to say anything. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you watch the comments and there'll be a lot of negative and there'll be a lot of positive and a lot of negative and you might be wanting to make a point and one of your fans will make the same point. So you don't even have to get involved. I totally agree. There's people that will stick up for you, like you said, and there's fans that are true fans and they know what's happening. And I feel like it's really easy to hide behind the keyboard and say a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter. Um, anything else that you want to clear up that you're like, look, I've been getting a lot of this. And it's like, that's not the case. Um, 
you said that you were getting those kind of comments. I'm sorry about that. I don't think you're misogynistic. I love the show, and I've watched it forever. And, you know, I have very strong opinions, as you can see. Um, so if I thought you were any of those things, I would have said, I think you behaved very badly. <laughs> but honestly, I think you are... Yeah totally fine this is what happens when the people... as a woman i think he's totally fine yeah, i'm very opinionated as well and yeah never thought anything weird about any of the situations i appreciate yeah. it thank you okay so is there anything you do want to clear up like anything that people have been saying to you that you're like look i just want to say this one little thing about this specific situation or not really okay, um, cool. you know, like i said people will sort themselves out in, in their opinions um, i don't need to prove myself to anyone i know who i am and i think it shows through my behavior you know and, and when i do mess up i'm the first one to admit it and uh, i'll apologize when i'm wrong and you know we move on and we learn well we're excited to see what's going to be cooking up on below deck ashton has been definitely one of the big storylines on the show you know we're going to get to see a lot of ups and downs throughout the season but it all comes to an end and hopefully there's a nice happy ending because we love happy endings and they're really popular in thailand so <laughs> hopefully we'll get one um uh... I do want to just ask, because this happened last season, it wasn't your show, but are we going to get a reunion this time for, like, your season? Uh, you know, I know they didn't do one for the Mediterranean version, which probably means we won't get one, but we haven't heard for, for definite. All right. Well, the problem all... is, you know, that Below Deck has expanded into so many different franchises that it's just when one show ends, the other one's now starting. Yeah. And obviously Below Deck Sailing Vessel is starting straight after ours, which might prevent us from having a, a reunion. So, do you know anybody on that show? Um, not personally, but I do know uh, Chef Ben's back from previous seasons. I'm um, not Ben, um, Adam. Oh, Chef, Chef Adam. Adam. Yeah, yeah, I did see a preview so he, with that. He was the chef on, on the Sailing Vessel, and I don't know any of the other guys, no. Well, hopefully he won't put onions in people's soup that don't want onions. <laughs> that's what Chef Adam is known for. Did you go to BravoCon? I didn't, no. Would you want to go? Like, if you were invited and yeah, all that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wasn't I opposed to, I, to going. But, yeah. Um, yeah. They, I think they kind of, if you look at it, they kind of went with one. They went with both captains, one chief stewardess, one bosun, yeah. one crew member. So, Who was the crew member? Uh, Colin. Colin yeah. Oh, Colin. Yeah. So it made sense what they did. People love Colin. He's like the heart of the show. He's yeah. like that Long Island heart. Yeah. Um, Hannah wasn't invited though, right? No. no. Yeah. <laughs> Kate would have been like, oh, I got something to say to you. Um, Kate and Hannah aren't really getting along, but we do have some BravoCon gossip. That's why we have April here. April Donaldson. She's a Bravo super fan and former, not former, future, <laughs> future Real Housewives of Orange County. Uh, give us a little Bravo BravoCon uh, gossip. Yeah, Tell us was, about the stars of BravoCon. It was absolutely amazing. Um, lots of lines. It was freezing cold outside, 20 degrees below. Oh, my God. I mean, two-hour lines probably standing outside. Um, so please, please, Andy, next year in L.A. Thank you. Please. So I can come. <laughs> and I know Bravo's watching. Hi, I would like to speak at the panels, please. All right? I'll behave myself. April, keep going. Um, anyway, uh <laughs> lines out the door two hours long so um kind of was nice they had some of the stars walking up and down the sidewalks coming to say hi to us um have a few pictures uh we had met uh who was it i met craig craig was just a gem let me just tell you what. oh i love craig he had a longer line than anybody else uh, selling his pillows, of course. Because he's so cute. <laughs> uh, went up there. He signed some merch for me. Uh, he was definitely very toasted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was lots of drinks Toasty going Craig. <laughs> yeah. Um... What's wrong with my sewing? <laughs> What's wrong with my sewing? I watch Frozen when I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else did I meet? Let's see. I met uh, Luann. Luann, beautiful. Uh, went to her cabaret show. Uh, she... I heard it was not good. <sighs> I am the biggest Luann. Me too. Let me tell you. She's the my favorite housewife of all time. Favorite housewife of all time. She's the best. The best. She's so nice, so I'm sweet. Her. <laughs> Getting caught with the pirate <laughs> in another country. She was an hour to get out of it. and a half late, <laughs> almost. Yes. What? She yeah. got caught with the pirate while she was married in the Bahamas on TV. Yeah. Jeez. I'm telling you, you need to watch Real Housewives. <laughs> I'm going to catch Juicy. up. <laughs> which which uh, franchise was this that? This is New York. New York. Yeah. This was a couple catch couple years ago, but yeah. New York is iconic, man. Yeah. And they are filming like in Mexico right now. Tequila Sonia's going to come back. Yes. 
Keep going, April. Uh, anyway, yeah, she wasn't about an hour and a half late to the cabaret Okay, show, you're not so, Madonna. Yeah, um, that wasn't great. We had a lot of angry people in the crowd. But um, <laughs> other than that, uh, there was a lot of good tea spilled, let me tell you. Tell me. Um, so wasn't able to make it to all the panels. There was so many going on. They were located in different spots all throughout the city. So it was a lot of work to get around really? there. Yeah. Yeah. It was about a 15 minute walk between each. What? In... They weren't like in the same warehouse or no, something? No, they weren't. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. We oh, well. really do need to have it in L.A. We have yeah. way more space here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everything so. is so condensed in New York. Yeah. But, you know, it was the first year. Hopefully they're going to make some changes. But. Um, other than that, the panels were amazing. I got to go to the OG panel, so um, some really great stuff on there. Let me tell you what, I am not a Vicky fan. Not a Vicky fan. Trace Amigos got to go, yeah. but she was very charming. I heard she was hilarious. She's hilarious. She. I know, but then she goes on TV like last night and pisses me off. But listen, so Teresa was on the panel. Kyle... Teresa and Kyle, very quiet. You know, they don't say a lot. They try to keep it on the DL. Not Vicky. She straight up, she was saying whatever she wanted to say. She was loud. She was out there. Uh, Someone asked her who would she have removed from this season if she could have anyone removed. Uh, Immediately answered, boring win. Uh, So I don't know if there's still some tension there but uh that was her answer tell us about the exhibits oh the exhibits yes so i mean this is the bunny this is so freaking iconic the bunny was there it was there um (laughs) (laughs) i was hoping it would make onto the stage too at some point but it stayed um in the housewives hall of fame is which they call what they called it it. uh what else was in there dorit's hair clips uh from yeah um all of the beautiful gowns from the reunion uh, Ashton, and- what would you have in BravoCon in one of the exhibits? Yeah. Josiah's gold little panties? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Laura with the clip going, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I'd probably just have like a lap dance booth. And just there you go. Oh like my God. Booth, like booth. <gasps> Bravo. This would be such a fabulous idea. Yes. If Luann can have her own cabaret show, why can't Ashton have his own strip show? Yeah. That'd be so great. Mm-hmm. A Bravo review. Yes. Starring I'm Ashton. I'm in for it. I love it. I'm in. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, let me tell you the one thing that I did not want to see in the Housewives Uh-oh. Hall of Fame, though. Um, Tamara's uh, boobs. Oh, breast implants. Yeah, yeah. We already see her boobs enough on TV. Now we have to see what's inside of them. Over it. Just completely over everything about her. her. Yeah. I did not want to see her there. Um, but I heard, too. I mean, I have a lot of friends on Twitter that go after Tamara because they just do not like her Mm -hmm. life choices at the moment. And they all said, like, don't like Tamara, but she won me over at BravoCon. She was super nice, engaging with all the fans, taking pictures with everybody. So I don't know. There's two sides to every story, you guys. I know it's very easy to watch these shows and be like, he is a jerk. He is this and she is that. But, you know, we don't know everything. We only see a small part of all the hours they film. Don't you guys film like 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Yeah. And the cameras follow you when you go to the bathroom, right? There's so much content. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. How do you, like, have your own time? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, your safe place is pretty much the, the heads, the toilets. Oh, um, like everything has to be done. Although, there. as you know from Tana and uh, Mr. Dobson's scenes, that you are still wearing a mic when you go oh to the toilet. So, <laughs> there aren't any cameras in there, though. Was there any exaggeration to Kevin's freaking bowel movement sound bites? <laughs> those well, he, were he woke, insane. He, he woke me up with those bowel movements. Oh, my right? God. I kind of got up. I was like, dude, are you okay? What's happening? And you're in like, there? now the smell, I'm going to dive off the board. <laughs> Overboard. <laughs> I'm but, jumping um, off shit. You know, all of us, all of us had our, our fair share of the sweet belly. Um, I don't think there was one crew member that didn't get some food poisoning at some stage. You know, it's crazy. All these, like, I've seen so many below deck shows. No one's ever gotten seasick. What's up with that? Do you guys have well, Dramamine, like, on hand with for everybody? There is on board. Um, you know, I think the Mediterranean sea conditions are a lot worse than what we deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you're on a luxury yacht, you kind of avoid the, the rough yeah. seas. So you're not really in major seas. You know, my first boat, we did an Arctic expedition. And there we were in like, you know, 20 to 25 foot swells. Oh, my God. That's hectic. But, yeah. um, you know, for the show, we kind of try and keep it, uh, try and stay where, where the seas are calmer. Oh, my God. Thailand, the conditions are crazy. Brian fell, and just from the fall, his foot got in, his whole leg got infected. Yeah. 
Why did he go to the hospital sooner? I don't know. You know, I th- you know, hibernating in that room, rotting his leg away. I, I thought that was so irresponsible. They they should have sent him to the hospital sooner. He had yeah. such a good attitude about it. Yeah, well, you know, he just hated being injured. You know, I think he's very similar to me. He's, he doesn't want to be out of action. He wants yeah. to just keep contributing. So uh, that's the hardest part is when you're sitting there and not getting any attention. And you, like you said, you're just lying there rotting away. Had they just gone to the, you know, taken him to the hospital from the get-go, you would, he would have got it sorted and sorted yeah. out and would have been back at work. He would have bounced back much quicker. Thank you for yeah. saying that because I was watching as if you were going, no, he sh- go to the hospital. Are you kidding me? You're yeah. in freaking Thailand. Those, you just don't know, like, what's out there. Like, you're just, yeah. your body is not accustomed to those kind of germs and mm-hmm. uh, exposure. It's crazy. What can you tease us about? We only have a couple minutes left. Give us a little juice. Like, what can we expect from the upcoming episodes? How are the love quarrels happening? Riley's coming in hot, talking about Brian being hot. That's Courtney's man, girl. You need to back up. Well, I think the next exciting thing is we have our crew our crew day off, which is which is always crazy. We drink a lot and a lot happens on those days. So that's coming up soon. With the elephants, right? Yep. Yeah. It starts off with the elephants. Uh, then we go to like a this beach resort, which is which is amazing. Um, we have a lot of fun and we get ourselves into trouble. Um, so it's going to be entertaining. That's that's all I can say. There, there's just too much for me to even start on. There's on definitely a love quarrel, but Courtney and Riley are really cool Instagram, so I really don't know. Ashton's not giving it to me, but we'll find out eventually. <laughs> I want to know if there's like a quarrel that happens, because I know that's Courtney's man, but Riley, we know she can get a man. She can come in and get a man real quick. Remember that? What's the guy from last season? Tyler. Tyler. He... Oh, God. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> all right, well... Ashton, thank you so much for coming in. We really appreciate it. Below Deck is on every Monday night, 6, 7, 9 Central. I don't know. (laughs) Somewhere around there. It just comes on on Mondays. April, thank you so much for coming in. thanks for having me. Giving us the Bravo gossip. April, uh, where can we find you and what do you want to promote? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at April underscore Ann underscore 88. Follow me for all the Bravo scoop. I'm always posting my own personal opinion and thoughts on everything Bravo. And for, you know, my future housewives antics for, you know, when I make it on to OC. <laughs> I love it. Ashton, thank you so much for coming in again. Yeah, Where can we so. find you and what do you want to promote? Maybe a new strip club show? Um, not yet. <laughs> uh, but my Instagram handle is Ashton Pinar. All simple. Just search with my name and you'll find me. We're really excited. I'm sorry that I've been kind of off and on lately with the show. It's been crazy here with the holidays. We have a lot happening behind the scenes, but I'm here every Wednesday for you guys. It's Bravo Bitch Podcast. Tell your friends if they watch Bravo, they should be watching. It's Bravo Bitch Podcast. We keep it real. We keep the juice flowing. We love the people from Bravo. They give us their lives, and we appreciate that. I'm here every Wednesday. Bye, After Buzzers. Hollywood Leon signing off. And me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 